0: This is the Haven Financial Group Radio Show. Each week, we get together to talk about life, living, and planning on living life after retirement. If you're looking for a clearer picture of your retirement plan, the team at Haven Financial Group is here to offer you clear financial guidance and help you realize that planning for retirement can be simple and easy. Have a question for the team? Connect now at havenfinancialgroup.com or we have team members
1: waiting to talk with you off the air at 612-441-2441. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Good morning. Thank you for being with us once again. It's the Haven Financial Group radio show with Haven founder uh, Larry Kovig, Founder, CEO, Chief Cook, and Bottle Washer, all those titles, right, Larry? All of the, <laughs> all of the
2: above, Bill. <laughs> <That's> Good morning. <laughs> Great to be with you.
1: Good morning. I am Bill Seller to ch- try to make sure that uh, we keep this whole thing together here as we talk about retirement and the ways that you can make sure you are ready for retirement. Now, for some people, that includes uh, perhaps wagering on the big game today, Larry, huh? The big, big game. Big game today. Um, Is- and you We talked about it last week. You're pulling for the Eagles, right?
2: You know, I hate to say that because I don't I don't care for either one of the teams, right. but they both had good seasons. I just hope for a good game.
1: You know, when you don't have a dog in the fight, isn't that all you can hope for? Right? It's all you can I hope mean, for, it. yeah. It's like, why not? And, uh, of course, that means big parties, lots of food. We're going to talk about that here coming up in a couple of minutes. But uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today, too, as, as the year is really cranking up now and things are starting to move a little bit with the economy. We think, we hope, we got our fingers crossed and uh in that regard on the way on the show today in this situation where we have still the highest inflation in 40 years you know the job
0: is not fully done
1: well that of course is fed chairman powell we're going to talk about what is and isn't responding to continued rate hikes also how to put a number on longevity and rethinking where to downsize going to talk about that and a whole bunch more stuff as well but you know it is the big game here this weekend and uh Chiefs Eagles usually means a big party somewhere. I know you're not a big party guy, Larry, but if if you were to throw a bash at your house and I came, what, what's the favorite food on the table?
2: Oh, we got to have chicken wings. Got to have some chips and salsa. Those are priority. The rest of the stuff, whatever. I'll whatever, just take you know, you whatever know,
1: whatever Mom makes. You know what? I, I, I we only have this at Super Bowl parties. I'm not sure why. Can I say that or i have to say big game? I don't know what the rules are anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, pigs in a blanket. Oh, I like I those. Love me some pigs in a blanket. I don't know yeah. why. Just those little wiener sausage things wrapped up in a, in a crescent roll. But uh, those make for good snacks during the game as well. So Very much so. I'm sure a lot of folks headed, headed to Costco to get their goodies for the for the big game. And sp- speaking of Costco, I don't know if you saw this, but if you love to shop at Costco and live in Los Angeles, well, now you could literally live there. Uh, they're going through with a proposed mixed-use development idea. Yeah, Costco's trying to... Uh, get a, a, a Costco built, and then they want to throw 800 apartments on top of it. Better I mean, there than here. Well, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, you think about it. You got Costco downstairs, you're pretty much never going to run short of stuff. <laughs> of course, you'll, you'll always have you know way more than you can use because you have to buy in bulk, but otherwise things are good right there. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, another rate hike from the Fed this time though it was only a quarter of a percent right but chairman powell says that the fed has a lot more work to do
0: it's very difficult to manage the risk of doing too little and finding out in six or 12 months that we actually were close but didn't get the job done and inflation springs back and we have to go back in and now you really do worry about expectations getting uh unanchored and that kind of thing this is a very difficult risk to manage whereas uh, I, you know, of course, we we have no incentive and no desire to to over tighten, but we you know if we if we feel like we've gone too far, we can certainly could, could certain. And inflation is coming down faster than we expect, then we have tools that would that would work on that.
1: Now, the chairman also says that there, there's one area that is not yet responding to all this stuff, and that's housing, Larry. What do you, what do you think is going on there?
2: Well, the rising interest rate, You know, we got spoiled with two two and a quarter in, uh, mortgages and now they're 6 to 7%. It just you know doubled or more the price of these homes. So that's really having a major effect on the housing. You know, it is a tough predicament because, you know, if the Fed raises rates too high too quickly, it certainly could cool the demand so much that the economy tips into a more severe recession. And higher interest rates, of course, mean, you know, costlier borrowing, not just for consumers, but also businesses. So you know, I think we're going to see some more probably quarter hikes is my is my guess, and it's simply a guess. We have seen inflation get a little bit better. The economy slowed. You know, indicators show some modest growth. Some would say the economy's significantly slowed, and I would tend to agree with that too. So, you know, the labor market's very tight. That's still way out of whack. It's way out of balance. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. It's crazy. Unemployment's very low. You know, we just got to get all these different things to the best of our abilities under wraps to get back to some sort of normal. You well, know, inflation remains way too high still, though.
1: And I'm guessing it's a good sign that it wasn't another three-quarter point jump, right? Or oh, another almost half definitely. point jump. We're only at a quarter this time, so that's got to say something. Yeah, heading in the right direction. Yeah. So it's um, it is kind of crazy, and, and and again, I'm still amazed at the amount of money people are spending during all this. Right? It, 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 people just seem to be going out doing their thing, no matter what it is that's happening. And yeah, and when uh, does that come to a bubble? Well, I was gonna say that can't go on forever. So Yeah, as a matter of fact, the Wall Street Journal just recently ran a headline. US consumers starting to freak out. Starting? Uh, some people are <laughs> some people are freaking out already, but but the Fed keeps raising rates. Inflation is still pretty high despite that. The the Wall Street Journal says it's it's the opposite of the early pandemic when when there were stimulus payments and people's savings accounts were fat. At this point, you know, our Americans' accounts are kind of drained, Larry, and we're saving less than half as much of our income compared to just a year ago. So should we be freaking out, or is that headline in the Wall Street Journal just sensationalizing and selling papers?
2: Uh, both. And freaking out, use of the word, you know, the phrase freaking out. Nobody should be freaking out, but you maybe are going to freak out if you don't get your spending under wraps. You know, U.S. credit card and consumer debt is rising at a very rapid pace. And, you know, that doesn't bode well for the folks that we sit down with that are planning for retirement, nearing retirement. They're saving less because of their pocketbooks are hurt. You know, it's real and people have been been feeling it. But again, it's why we encourage folks to maybe there's some modifications that might need to happen in your plan. You know, maybe there needs to be a discussion of reduced spending or... Maybe living or working a little bit longer is a necessity because of this situation. And just talking through all of those things is extremely important. You know, there's different types of investments, uh, also that people look at in high inflation times. And, um, you know, looking at all the options that are out there, it's important. And that's what we sit down with on a, on a weekly basis with folks analyzing the plan. If there is one or coming up with one to give folks confidence as far as their retirement planning goes. so, But no doubt, consumer spending is, is just sputtering and you know, people are feeling it big time.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, like you mentioned confidence all the time and confidence comes from the other thing we talk about all the time on this show and that's having a plan. Having that plan in place so that when we go through times like this now that people haven't seen in 40 years with inflation, nobody's guaranteed to never lose money but if you have a plan in place, it can help you get through these rough waters a little bit easier.
2: Right. You know, now's the time to have very diversified, efficient, you know, balanced portfolios. You know, looking at all the different things, you know, sometimes in high inflation times, people, you know, where do, what, what do we do? Where do we go? And, you know, sometimes real estate can be a good hedge against that. You know, savings bonds, I bonds have been popular. You know, treasury bills have been appealing because of the high, int- of uh, high inflation. And normally they're not appealing, but they have been in recent months or, some people look to silver and gold and, you know, no problem with that whatsoever. Is, but, you know, how liquid is it? Uh, commodities, collections, you know, better rates on money market and CDs. So, you know, we want to look, people to look at everything and analyze from their perspective, what do you have liquid? Very important. We talk about that. Most retirees don't have enough liquid monies. What do you have for principal protection? And how much risk do you really have in the stock market? And really just boil it down to say, hey, we are well-balanced or, wow, we're out of whack and it needs to be fixed.
1: And, And that's what calling Larry and his team at the Haven Financial Group can do for you, right? Because that complimentary retirement readiness review that we talk about all the time is exactly what Larry just described. Looking at the way that you're saving for retirement, looking at the way you're divested, looking at uh, you know, the you the fact that you have enough liquid stuff to handle emergencies that pop up or to go do things you want to do either way, right? So calling the folks at Haven Financial Group this morning to get on the calendar for that complimentary retirement readiness review could, could be a, a great way to put your mind at ease in retirement, right? Like the old song from the Eagles, a little peaceful, easy feeling. Great way to get the retirement, man, when you can sleep at night because you know you've got your plan in place. The phone number to call is 612-441-2441, 612-441-2441. And again, it's the complimentary retirement readiness review that you want to ask for when you call. And that review isn't just about dealing with inflation. I mean, Larry has a full team of folks in his office to help you with all the pieces to your retirement puzzle. Uh, estate planning, taxes, health care. Folks that know what's going on a lot better than you and I do, right? Because when we head into retirement, you have to make sure you are prepared for the possibility of things like we're going through now. Market volatility, inflation. We always have changes in taxes, right? Who can keep up with those? Also, uh, health care, long-term health care. None of us want to think about it, but Man, it'd be great if we had a plan for it and then didn't need to use it, right? So these are the things that Larry and his team go over with you during your complimentary retirement readiness review. Once again, the number is 612-441-2441. We've got folks standing by right now to talk with you off the air. Phone call doesn't need to take a lot of time. It's just to set the appointment. So again, 612-441-2441 is the number to get in there and talk with the good folks at Haven Financial Group. Coming up here, um, let's play a little guessing game. And you don't need to answer right now, but how much do you have to make to be in the top 1% in this state? Also, will you outlive your savings? Man, we ask that question all the time, or we're going to examine exactly how to estimate the unknowable, and we're going to dive into the supercore. That's all on the way as part of the Haven Financial Group radio show as we continue here on Twin Cities News Talk 1130 and 103.5 FM. I got catch on
0: coming over tonight
1: welcome back to the haven financial group radio show i'm bill seller along with haven financial groups founder and ceo larry Kalvig. And uh, Larry, I'm sure you've, you've you've heard about dogs, right? That have the ability to to smell cancer cells in their owners or other human beings. Yes, I yeah, I've, heard, yep, amazing to me, right? And, it uh, is just crazy. First of all, that that happens, and two that somebody figured that out, <laughs> right? Good point. You know, the, the science was never my strong suit in school, ever. Maybe a little bit of chemistry, but that was about it. So these guys have figured this stuff out. Man, I am just impressed all the time. And and new scientific research in Europe is showing that now. Ants might have that same capability. Ants? Right, right. Ants, even though they don't have noses, they have very strong sense of smell through the antenna that's on the top of their heads. Guys in Europe are testing that, and the tests have shown that they can smell the difference between lab-grown cancer cells and healthy cells. So it's entirely possible that ants could be used in the future as a fast, inexpensive, non-invasive tool for detecting cancer. Wow. Yeah. Advancements. Yeah. Crazy, right? Very crazy. I mean, in a way, it's it's, in a way, it's right. It's kind of that way. But are we going back to the future, right, or or from the future back when people used to make stuff out of plants to heal themselves? Now we're using ants to find diseases. Yeah,
2: science was not my deal. And who's who sits uh, sits down and looks at this and Let's explore ants to detect cancer.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, who thinks who thinks up? I wonder if they can smell cancer. I mean, I don't have. I don't know.
2: I guess we're all wired differently because yeah. that, that's hard to fathom.
1: Not the kind of thing I'm Googling every day. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Oh, man. Well, look, there, there is no way to know for sure. But have you thought about how long you're likely to live? AZ Central reports that in a recent survey, only 37% of those asked knew the average life expectancy of someone at the age of 60. Now, why is that important to know? And how do we figure that out?
2: Well, it's a major factor in retirement planning because it's called longevity risk. Do, will I outlive my money? You know, the two big questions we get, do I have enough money to retire or will I run out? And so when we project this out, Monte Carlo simulations, if you will, you know, we project that out to mid-90s to to try to be as safe as possible. But, you know, the longevity risk is a big factor with, you know, a lot of folks living longer. You know, on average, women live to about 85 and men to 82 um you know and there's a lot of disconnect there um you could plan for the long run because you have a lifestyle you don't want to run out of money prior to that right you know in this study i saw 25 percent of respondents underestimated average life expectancies that it doesn't surprise me because when we do sit down with folks and go through our our proprietary process and you know we ask a lot of questions we take a lot of notes you know part of that is analyzing expenses and oftentimes people go Monthly expenses, oh, it's about 3000 or 4000 a month. And then I would encourage them to come back for the next one where we dig in deeper. And I said, now, before our next meeting, would you just kind of break it down and have a better grasp? And, oh, sure. Most of the time, I'm like, sure. And then they come back and they, well, actually, we looked at and our expenses were really double what we thought they were. <laughs> wow. Well, that's kind of important to know as you're trying to project out into retirement. So... Again, plan for the long run. It's uh, Longevity risk is just one of the risks. You know, there's market risk, sequence of return risk. You know, we're looking at all these various and gauge, you know, how they affect you, if at all. You know, there's risk takers and there's not risk takers, and not one is right and necessarily one is wrong, but you should be doing what's consistent with where you're at in life, your core values, and and what you see as important. You know, I always say there's the willingness for risk, there's the need for risk, and the ability to take risks, and it's how you answer that, those three which really should drive what you're doing um, when it comes to your
1: investable assets. Right, and I got to be honest with you, man, I am not one of those risk takers in anything. I don't do well risking money. Um, you and I, just before the show, as a matter of fact, we were talking off the air about my trip to Vegas, and... Uh, how well I don't gamble. I can't imagine right. trying to gamble with my retirement money and, and take chances because, heck, I was never even comfortable with an arm, right, as far as mortgages go. I need right. to know every month what's coming in and what's going out. I, I can't take that kind of a risk.
2: And, you know, we see both sides. What's bothersome, though, is folks that, Larry, we're not very big risk takers, and we dig in, and they're taking all kinds of risk. Well, that's a major disconnect. And the reality is, you know, much of the retirement planning focused on accumulation, accumulation you know, a certain amount of assets investing in in certain ways and using certain types of accounts. Um, but again, really analyze that, that risk level to make sure you're not caught off guard when we do have corrections like 2022. If you were caught off guard like a lot of folks were, and then the response is, I can't believe that 2022 was so bad. Well, as you and I have talked before, we got spoiled for 13 years of having a market that
1: pretty much only cooperated that's not normal. No, no, you're right. It's not. And and uh, we did get, I mean, you're right on all counts there. Boy, were we spoiled. And and you and I leading up to that for about the first year before that, we're saying, how much longer can this go? And, right. And then we found out, unfortunately. So, we did. <laughs> then we found out, yeah. So, exactly. This is the kind of stuff that Larry and his team will talk to you about, right? All of these things um, affecting your retirement money. How long will you live? Well, nobody really knows, but it is best to plan for the long run. And that's what that complimentary retirement readiness review can do for you. So, if you can't call right now, please jot the number down and call as soon as you can. 612-441-2441. 612-441-2441 is the number. And again, we do have people standing by this morning to talk with you off the air and set that appointment. 612-441-2441. Why not go in and talk with people that understand what it takes to get their retirement? This is what they do, right? And, and Larry's got a whole team of folks in the office that can help you with all those puzzle pieces of your retirement puzzle. Everything from tax planning to estate planning to health care, all that stuff, Larry and his team at Haven Financial Group, well, they're there to help. So give them a call, 612 441 2441. So uh, just before the break, I was asking how much income does it take to be the 1%? Now, you know, uh, right here in Minnesota, we have that number, but if you said a million dollars a year, well, you're not far off. A study by Smart Assets says that's enough money to be above 1% in all 50 states. And uh, if we take a look at the actual numbers, what, what does it take here in Minnesota, Larry?
2: 616,000, Bill, for Minnesota. Now, the lowest threshold is West Virginia at 374. Probably not surprising, the uh, coastal states, uh, Connecticut, New York, some of those are the most highest, there's no doubt about that. Uh, California's uh, was 805,000. You know, that's all, it's fun to look at these income numbers, but, you know, I don't want folks to get... Uh, caught up in them because, you know, I think we've kind of done a disservice in the industry to some degree. And we've put a number on retirement. That means, you know, I need 1 million to retire or 2 million or 4. You know, don't worry about the Joneses. Worry about your situation. Everybody's different. And sometimes people put their head down and, you know, maybe they put off even talking to anybody because, well, they're embarrassed You know, don't judge a book by its cover. You don't know anybody, necessarily anybody else's situation. But what is important is you. You know your situation, your income. Now when you're working, and then prepare for and come up with an income plan for retirement, a distribution plan that's the most tax-efficient way possible. You know, these numbers are fun. But, you know, some of the lower ones, if somebody was wondering, it's kind of uh, the rural states, if you will, you know, Mississippi, arkansas some of them were the lowest um, but again the coastal states were the highest
1: yeah and again like you said these numbers are fun but not nothing we should really get hung up on no everybody's different
2: everybody's different and again we have folks that you know have high investable assets that if they keep going at the same rate they potentially are going to run out of money and then we had uh jane and mary actually from minneapolis that were just in last week and uh, you know they've saved together and they're concerned And when we did the projections based on their situation, you know, they left with smiles on their face, with confidence to know that, man, we're actually better off than we thought. And that was their situation. Now, what made their situation better was their discipline, their managing of expenses, and, you know, not living outside of their means. So again, everyone is different. And don't think everybody's just got it so cush and you're in a bad position, but know the position you're in don't just speculate
1: yeah that whole living within your means is pretty much a good idea all the time financially right (laughs) right not just in retirement so uh coming up on the show here if you're thinking of buying a new car why you might want to consider electric also a new housing concept aimed at keeping seniors and this is in quotes here young at heart although according to my wife i'm still 14. Um, the way i act but that's uh, i guess that's for another time and are americans work priorities changing well we're going to talk about that just as an outsider looking in i'm going to have to say yes but we've got all the details on that and more coming up this is the haven financial group radio show get a shiver in the dark it's raining in the park, meantime so
0: Band Dixie, double ball time. Invest a little time to be sure your investments are working for you. Reach out to the Haven Financial Group now for your complimentary no-obligation retirement readiness review. Our team is standing by now to take your call at 612-441-2441. That's 612-441-2441 on Twin Cities News Talk, 1130 and 103.5 FM. Oh,
2: my
1: love,
0: my I've your touch.
1: Welcome back to the Haven Financial Group Radio Show with your DJ of love. No, so, <laughs> the Righteous Brothers and <laughs> Unchained Melody, I am Bill Scheller, along with Larry Colvig, founder and CEO of Haven Financial Group. Boy, What a great song, though. What a timeless song. For sure. Those guys had a sound, and uh, of course, I play that because Valentine's Day is just a couple of days away, and for some reason, there are always a lot of guys, fellas, there's a bunch of us out there who are kind of clueless about what what your special somebody really wants. Saw the article in uh, the New York Times. I don't know if you saw this. 67% that were polled, they they went out and they asked women, What would you, because apparently guys don't get Valentine's Day gifts, right? It just goes the other way. (laughs) So they went out and surveyed women. 67% polled said that they want a romantic dinner. And almost half want alone time with their significant other more than anything else. Huh. Trying to help you out here, fellas. If you still haven't got that gift, (laughs) you're stuck. Uh, if you're wondering about flowers and chocolates, that should still be okay, too. But if you're thinking of proposing on Valentine's Day, I thought this was interesting. 16% of women in that survey said that proposing on Valentine's Day is the tackiest thing that can happen.
2: <laughs> so Don't do it. Don't just, do it on Valentine's Day. Just a heads
1: up there, fellas. Flowers, candy, good. Diamond ring, no.
2: <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day has always been near to my heart. Um, I started a ritual when the when the girls were born that they would get one rose yep. for every year. Well, in the early years, one, two, three, that wasn't so bad. But the time that when you have four of them and they get into the sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, it was like, oh my goodness sake! So, and we drew the line at a couple dozen. But uh, I've always spoiled my girls on Valentine's Day. I mean, of course, most would know that we have four daughters, Rochelle and I. Yep. And uh, so I've always done up Valentines. Pretty big time and set the precedence. So, any guys that date my daughters, they better be doing it at big time, too. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: That's for sure. I know that the, uh, I know your local floral guy, he loves you. I know that. Oh, oh, they do. They love seeing you and Valentine's Day coming at the same time. So, wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the girls are very appreciative of all that. So,
2: well, I'm very appreciative of them.
1: So, yeah, yes. Know. I had one daughter and three boys. So, uh, it was a lot easier for me. Yeah, so, right. There you
2: go. So, men don't forget Valentine's Day. No excuse.
1: Yeah, I'm just curious right now how many guys just sat up in bed and went, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Holy cow, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, man. Well, listen, before the break, we talked about uh, if you're thinking of buying a car, electric might be the way to go. Uh, Electric car makers are making it easy for you to claim the new EV tax break that's out there. Matter of fact, Tesla slash prices by as much as 20% to start the trend. And now the New York Times is saying that Ford is dropping the price on their Mustang Mach-E by as much as $5,900, meaning more of the Ford EVs are eligible for the tax credit. How does that work, Larry? I mean, I thought if you just bought an electric car, you got the credit.
2: Well, all this electric vehicle discussions, uh, all those, it's a great debate. And, you know, all this is part of the Inflation Reduction Act, which we've talked about, all these tax cuts. And, you know, there's tax credits associated with buying electric vehicles or charging stations or solar panels, solar water heaters. All I'm going to say on this, there's a good reason why we have Lance, our CPA and others dealing with taxes because taxes are extremely important at any time, but preparing for retirement and then all these, there's stipulations with these tax credits and you may think you're doing something and then it would be sad that it didn't work out because you didn't meet the parameters. Work with somebody that's informed. You know, I know Lance has tons of continued education, learning about these tax credits, how they potentially can be part of somebody's planning, if they will, if they want to reduce their taxable income. So I'm not saying any of that is bad, but, you know, plan it out to make sure you're, you think you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, on tax planning as it relates to retirement, you know, you've heard us heard say and me say forward-thinking tax planning in retirement. You know, it's tax time. Tax season is here. Um, you should pretty much have all of your tax statements. Some of them you may not have yet, some brokerage accounts, but work with somebody. You know, we're tax planning throughout the year, and then tax preparation is just the exclamation point. Okay, if you're the type that just drops it off at your local tax preparer or CPA, here, here you go. Let me know when it's done. You're probably missing some opportunities, maybe paying too much tax, or By not talking through these things, and we see people miss opportunities and opportunities and Roth conversions and other things so often. And you know what? I had two couples just this past week again. We had this tax discussion, and both of them—one couple from Lakeville and one couple from Savage—they had just got their you know taxes prepared, and they missed opportunities. And they go, "Nobody told us." Well, if you don't ask the questions or talk these things through, you're probably not going to know the answer. if you're not tax planning, that might be a big mistake. So I strongly encourage it, especially for those that are preparing for retirement and in retirement. I'm, not, I'm all about not paying too much. Nothing's free, but that'll be fully disclosed when we have that discussion. So a lot of people pay too much for some of these big box tax preparers that are not even CPAs. So again, if you have questions on that, we'd gladly help you out.
1: And that is all part of that complimentary retirement readiness review that Larry talks about. So again, setting up your appointment, uh, the sooner the better, frankly. Yes. And you can do that by calling 612-441-2441. 612-441-2441. Again, I've, I have run down the list of things that Larry and his team offer you, and it's all to get you in a place where you have peace of mind as you head into retirement. And And if you haven't, got a plan in place yet, they can help you build one. If you're already in retirement, they can check your plan to make sure it is built properly to get you through these years. So really, just a chance to sit down and have somebody with a knowledge of what it takes, put a second set of eyes on your plan. Seems like a great way to have a cup of coffee and a cookie and learn things.
2: (laughs) Yeah, just last week, Bill, we had uh, on several calls, but we had one caller uh, call in from Minneapolis. He had great questions. We're going to be sitting down with him and Again, he just had some great questions and valid points and it was just a phone call and it's going to be a conversation, easy conversation. He'll come in and uh, it's very laid back atmosphere and I love when people say, wow, it's so comfortable and it feels so right and it feels so good and there's multiple personalities and the various specialties that we can address as it relates specifically to retirement in all the retirement puzzle pieces.
1: Absolutely. It's not a sales job, folks. It's a chance for them to get to know you, to help you figure out where you want to be. That simple. 612-441-2441. Real quick, before we uh, get out of here for a break, Larry, you ever heard the term super core inflation? I never had. I'm sure you have. But apparently the Fed, according to the Wall Street Journal, is paying close attention to this statistic, uh, maybe even as a better indicator than the Consumer Price Index. Can you tell me more about that super core inflation?
2: Well, it's some of those uh, factors that are not in the regular CPI index, if you will. It's uh, the necessities, getting a haircut, you know, the various things that are all costing more. Uh, the purchasing power of the dollar becomes less. And um, most of our folks that we sit down with and in retirement are on a fixed income. So fixed income, well, again, dollar doesn't go as far. You know, most of these are goods and services, housing, health care. Man, people are taking a beating on these things. How have you adjusted your income? This means that retirees may need to have larger retirement savings than they thought to cover some of these rising costs. So, you know, as we work into the plans, it's why we talk about liquidity. There's always going to be adjustments and modifications. You don't just do a plan today and then leave it until you pass away. There's talking through, making adjustments, modifications, just to maintain that level of confidence. But you know, let's face it, inflation, all kinds of things, you know, people, their pocket have certainly been feeling it.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. So maybe that is a better indicator, really, because it shows you what we're doing.
2: Right? I think it is.
1: Hey, listen, uh, coming up here on the show, a new concept in retirement living and the age old question working hard or hardly working? How attitudes are changing about that as well. This is the Haven Financial Group Radio Show, and we thank you for being here on Twin Cities News Talk 1130 and 103.5 FM.
0: investing, estate planning, taxes, and more. Want your complimentary retirement readiness review? Call now at 612-441-2441. That's 612-441-2441. Or connect with us at havenfinancialgroup.com. This is the Haven Financial Group radio show.
1: Welcome back to the Haven Financial Group radio show. I am Bill Seller, along with Larry Kalvig, founder and CEO of Haven Financial Group. And uh, we do very much appreciate you being here with us on a Sunday morning. I thought this was kind of funny, man. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but during a college basketball game recently between uh, Duquesne and uh, Loyola, Chicago, somebody must have been really hungry because they actually called Uber and had food (laughs) delivered to the stadium. Uh, Yeah. The Uber driver walked in to uh, deliver a fast food order to one of the, and this was somebody in the crowd, not even on a team. I don't even know where, how how do you know where he's sitting? I don't know. How does he get in? Well, I don't understand that either, but he he got in, didn't completely interrupt the game as he waited for a break in the action to make his entrance. And then afterwards, I guess uh, social media was on fire about it. You know, people filmed it, saw all of it, but I thought that was kind of (laughs) crazy. That's funny. Players were looking up in the stands and saw this guy in an Uber thing bringing food in. Man, what a world what a world we live in holy cow oh boy well listen uh to kind of bring things back to why we're here talking about retirement getting ready for retirement the best ways to get through retirement we have a a a lot left to talk about here in our last segment and some architects and developers are working to change the concept of retirement communities this is one of the things i wanted to talk about today as well larry the the new york times says that uh instead of seniors living with only other seniors these communities purposely mix age groups. It's a new way of looking at retirement living, isn't it? I mean, um, do you think that that's in a way to try to keep us older folks younger if we're living if 70-year-olds are living with 40-year-olds?
2: I haven't heard a lot about that in the greater Minneapolis area, but I could be very wrong. But, you know, let's face it, you know, you work all these years, and all of a sudden now you're leaving behind, you retire and you're leaving behind the friends, the social connections. You know, the purpose of a particular job can be physically or psychologically debilitating for some older adults. And, you know, this is what's causing these developers and architects to look at other options and re-imaging the retirement home and experience, if you will. Um, people have to have a purpose, the camaraderie. You know, it can be a – it can actually – we've seen it over time. For some, it's, it's a transition, and there's some people that don't transition very well uh, because you've done certain things this way, schedule, and all of a sudden – it's a whole new season of life, and now what? You know, yeah. finding those hobbies, or maybe going back to school, or getting a part time job. Our, our favorite is I have, we have a lot of clients that are rangers at golf courses, or they greet guests at the Excel Energy Center, or they work at Twin Stadium. I got a couple from Lakeville, and she's a retired <laughs> nurse, and he had a business, and he greets down there, and she's a nurse down at. Th- so, it, finding your niche, if you will, because, you know, those that. Find themselves in that recliner all day, that typically does not bode well. So again, all this new idea of reimagining or reimaging the retirement, you know, home and experience—that's what they're trying to do. And I, I, there's some really interesting things that was uh, in this background and in this study.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, it's one of those things where I get the concept, but I also know that you know, no matter how old we get, we still think we're. Twenty years younger than we are, right? we still think we're we're kind of cool and, and good to hang out, but somebody who's twenty years younger than a sixty year old is looking at you like, old dude, you know what do yeah you do?
2: <laughs> the question I have the big question is you know there's a distinct difference uh, okay between the baby boomer generation, that time frame, and millennials. How are those guys how are those two generations gonna really be on the same page yeah I I would be very anxious to see how that works
1: well it would be great though I mean of course in a perfect world it's because you're learning from both sides right you in a perfect world in a perfect world but we know we don't live there (laughs) so that's (laughs) for sure yeah but I just I just thought that was kind of interesting I know that in Britain they're they're trying to do it where they're um, they're building stuff in, in old buildings that aren't occupied anymore they're trying to build them near downtown thriving areas and all that and somebody else is trying to build one near a college campus which that's that's a little bit different, I think. Cause yeah, yeah I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll see what you
2: happens. You want a senior's going to want to be living on right near the campus where all the the nightlife and the bars and all the stuff is. I don't know about that.
1: Seventy <laughs> year old guys and yeah, dude. <laughs> um, oh my. Yeah. Well. Anyway, you ever had anybody uh, tell you don't work so hard? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I yeah. <laughs> just today, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Fortune Magazine reports that some workers are taking that to heart by reevaluating their priorities and moving toward jobs that are less demanding. Over the last three years, college-educated people in their prime earning years are actually working fewer hours per year compared to their older counterparts, and men more so than women. Um, are, are you working with clients like that, maybe who are in their 30s and 40s, who are part of this priority evolution, that's what we'll call it?
2: Well, you know, we don't work a lot with thirty and forty-year-olds. Right. Uh, we're not limited in scope. Uh, our specialty is planning for retirement, um, but the, all the years that I continue to do this, though, I have a lot of clients that do ask, "Could you take care of our kids? Could you help our kids?" And, and the answer is absolutely yes. But we're not—you know—we're not limited. Most of our folks, though, that we work with are, you know, in the 50, 55, and above. Uh, a lot of a baby boomer generation where that generation, they knew how to work. Thankfully, I grew up on a farm, as most, a lot of people know, and work ethic wasn't a problem. In fact, my mom and dad still crop farm up between uh, Candy High and Spicer. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's 78 and 75, I believe. And uh, my dad always, you're working too hard. You're working too hard. I'm like, well, that's calling the kettle black. <laughs> huh? I wonder where I got that from. Thank goodness. But it is a balance, and that's always challenging. But, you know, that generation... Compared to this today's generation, they think thirty-hour work week. You know, it's it's crazy. I mean, yeah. just to think of what's happened. You know, as I summarized in the last three years, you know, we had the Great Resignation. You know, we had the quiet quitting and the pandemic. Uh, you know, a looming recession has caused major changes to the labor force. You know, working from home. You know, first workers quit in droves. You know, due to the pandemic, then there was burnout, and then some said they're going to hang it up and. You know, more recently, as we know, and we've talked a little bit, is uh, the mass layoffs, especially, uh, and that's kind of seeped into 2023 from the second half of 22. Yeah. So that's threatening workers, you know, really across a number of different industries, and especially technology. Now, I, I can't figure out, you know, the work ethic thing. What, what I, Did we enable our, our children? Are, are we too soft on them? Thankfully, our four daughters, they work hard. Um, but now well, I just read the latest trend in young men with was uh, those that had bachelor B.A. degrees spending way fewer hours working. So I don't know what they're trying to accomplish.
1: Well, you know, and I wondered, though, it, it seems to have been exasperated by the pandemic, right? Yes. I mean, were we going this way anyway and we just didn't see it? Or, and, and, or was it just really made apparent and really got sped up by the pandemic? You know, I, I just wonder if we were headed this way anyway and didn't know it. Uh, and I'm also curious, I wonder why uh, more men are kind of cutting back than women. I wonder what the what the science behind that is.
2: And again, I wasn't very good at science, but the reality <laughs> is
1: I don't get it. I don't understand it. You know, I think
2: of, you know, John and Chris from Lakeville. We just had this conversation last week when they were in for a, a quarterly review. You know, they just sold off a bunch of uh, real estate in the last few years, and they're in their mid-70s. And uh, I like their candor. They just say it exactly how it is. And, you know, what's what's up with this younger generation and
1: why doesn't anybody want to work? Very good question. And I don't have the answers. Yeah. I I just wonder how many generations have asked that about the next one. Right. (laughs) I mean, over over time, who knows? But yeah, I I just thought this was an interesting find that uh, men are cutting back about 14 hours and women are only cutting back three I don't know. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but uh, you know what I do know is that when you get to retirement, you need money to get through it, and that's what Larry and his gang at the Haven Financial Group are there to help you do. Set up that retirement plan. Get things moving in the right direction. Make sure you have what you need to get you through those golden years, because there does come a time. Even though I know a lot of retirees go back to doing part time stuff like you mentioned, you've got you've got folks that work at the stadiums and some go back to Home Depot or whatever, right? And and right. and work like that. But there comes a time when after what, 30, 40 years of working there isn't a paycheck anymore. Right. And now what? <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you have all the retirement puzzle pieces? Do they all go to the same puzzle? Is there coordination amongst them? And what me what I mean is the investable assets, the income, the distribution tax plan, estate planning, Medicare, you know, bridging the gap for health care if you're not to Medicare, um, all of those retirement puzzle pieces, uh, make sure they all go together. We help folks on a weekly basis, and we're honored to serve that generation that's looking to retire, planning for retirement, and again, we're not limited to we can help anybody really, but the important part is you start the process And that's a simple phone call for your retirement readiness review.
1: Yep, the complimentary retirement readiness review. And that starts with a phone call to 612-441-2441. 612-441-2441. Larry and his team are there to help you, as Larry says all the time, with all those pieces to your retirement puzzle. Because, man, it would be terrible, wouldn't it, to, uh, to get to retirement, have that puzzle put together, and then you look down and realize that the top left corner piece is missing. Oh, that would be terrible. When you could have done all this planning ahead of time to make sure that uh, you have everything you need to get you through your retirement years, well, that's what that complimentary retirement readiness review is about. Also, if you have any questions about stuff you heard on the show today or or just want to talk about your retirement in general, give the folks at Haven Financial Group a call. 612-441-2441. Well, listen, we're out of here. Another hour flies by. Uh, enjoy the game. And I guess you're pulling for the Eagles, which you have well, to bring, uh,
2: you know. I don't know. Enjoy, enjoy the game. Enjoy. <laughs> and don't forget about your Valentine. Oh,
1: Yo, boy, you got that. Maybe not in that order, even. Let's- <laughs> Come on, fellas. <laughs> exactly. And thank you for listening to the Haven Financial Group radio show right here on Twin Cities News Talk 1130 and 103.5 FM.
0: Investment advisory services offered through Guardian Wealth Strategies, LLC. Haven Financial Group and Guardian Wealth Strategies, LLC are not affiliated companies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Please consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams only refer to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little
1: escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.